he started rape uh, heavily. Um, the child was was with the parents inside their shack, but as they realized that the volume of water was uh, was increasing, um, the father decided uh, to take uh, the plant on top of a tree. But uh, the, the water was um, very strong, and as they were on top of the tree with the child, uh, the, tr- uh, the tree broke, uh, gave way, and that's how the child um, uh, uh, you know, was swept away by, by the water. So the, the, the father of the child, Mr. Shadrach Shaute, uh, was uh, you know, recounting how it happened um, that he was able to by the water, and there was nothing he could do because uh, uh, he, uh, him as well was being uh, swept away in the process uh, by the water. But what that he managed to hold on to one of the shacks, uh, and that's how he managed to to, to survive and and want to and uh, 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 came out of the water and and and, and went to a, a safer place. But as we speak now, I'm speaking from uh, with you here. I'm here at the gift uh, of the givers the humanitarian organization that is helping to, to provide assistance to, to the affected mm-hmm. families. Um, uh, what, is, uh, what is happening is that the mother of the child is being housed in one of the shacks here uh, at the village that uh, has been uh, that was opened by the provincial government. It's, uh, it's uh, a number of shacks here, uh, uh, green in color. Uh, that's where some of the families are living. Um, so the mother of the child has been housed here. She's been provided with assistance, but the father is uh, with the, 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 the police uh, uh, divers trying to, to search for the for the child. They've been going up and down the banks of the Tuskay River, trying to see maybe if they can find any sign of, uh, of the child. They even went to the tree where the child, uh, where they, they had sought refuge as, as, as the water was, uh, was raging. So uh, uh, the search is still going on. Uh, so far, uh, the, the police divers have not, uh, have not found uh, uh, the, uh, the, the child yet. So as we speak now, uh, the search is continuing. Um, uh, as I'm saying that I'm here at the, at the gift of the Givers Village. Uh, we have a number of families. I'm told there's like uh, 500 of them uh, that have been brought here uh, to be given, uh, to be provided with uh, assistance. Um, uh, I can see, as I'm speaking to you, some of them are having lunch. Uh, they've been provided with bread, uh, with tea, and, 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 and necessities. Um, but also, the gift of the Givers have been making an appeal to say that, you know, members of the public, those who can assist, they, they are... Uh, um, you know, they're encouraged to come through to the village to, to, to provide any uh, assistance that they can because uh, what they're saying is that they need uh, food, uh, blankets, uh, mattresses, and so forth. And, and what we've also learned is that uh, these families will be housed here, the gift of the givers will be uh, sort of like erecting temporary uh, tents for them yeah. to, uh, to house them overnight uh, to look at how they can assist uh, moving forward. You said uh, 500 people are taking advantage of uh, the assistance. Um, those shacks uh, that they had been living in, have those been completely washed away? I know people do build their shelters alongside the river and they have, are warmed, warmed numerous times, but obviously there's a lack of space and a pl- place to build their shacks. So uh, the scene where the informal settlements uh, actually were, have they, are they completely devastated? Are some people uh, in those areas trying to collect what belongings remain? Yes, um, it, it's quite devastating, I must say. I mean, when you, when you, when you come through, it's next to the Chuckstay River, and then you can, you know, you ask yourself, why do people uh, uh, elect to, to, to stay in a, in, a, in a dangerous place like that? Um, that is devastating. I mean, the debris, you can, uh, there's four trees, 
big, huge trees have, 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 have fallen. Uh, some of the shacks, I mean, the debris inside the shacks, there's mattresses strewn all over, gas stoves. Some of the furniture has been swept away by the water. Uh, so it, it's very uh, devastating uh, to look at. Um, and also, you can see some of, some of the, uh, the clothes that uh, some of these uh, victims have managed to salvage. Uh, they, they, they are trying to dry them because they, at least the sun has come out. They put them using the sun. So uh, it's quite devastating, and, and, and uh, you, can, you can see, I mean, I mean, the power of the water, there's a scene whereby there's a truck. It's a, it's a, it's a long truck. It's, it's sandwiched between a shed and two huge trees. So you can see that this truck was swept from where it was until it gets sandwiched into uh, the tree and the shed. So it can't be removed. So just so how uh... we manage to remove it? Sorry, the, the line's yes, do, doing, doing a couple of odd things to us. I understand the Gauteng MEC for Cooperative Governance, Traditional Affairs and Human Settlements. Uh, Paul Mashatili was uh, visiting the area. Um, uh, were you able to catch up with him? Can you confirm that? Yes, uh, we spoke to, to the MEC. Uh, what he said that um, uh, they will, uh, as government, try to, to assist the affected families. But what he said, where these people had erected their shacks, it's called a flat line, so it's not a, a habitable place for people to to be uh, to be living in. So what he says was the MEC housing. I think way back in uh, the year 2000, there were people who were uh, moved out of that uh, flat line. Uh, some of them were taken to Gippsland, some were taken to Bramfishaville near Sunville. Amazing is that uh, as people are moved out, some come in, and and we have people who are, are landlords. Pull those space. People are paying something like three hundred rents to to stay in, in that place. So what is decided is that from now on they're going to move people out, but also to to erect a fence uh, so that uh, uh, no one will be able to to rebuild their shacks or or build more shacks in in, in that area. Tepo Pahane, our reporter out in Alexandria, describing uh, the devastating conditions out there after yesterday's uh, flash floods. Uh, Pearl Mangabani's been moving in and around affected areas of Johannesburg, and uh, she tells us about her experience this, mo- this morning. Pearl, thank you for your time. Uh, yeah, first of all, uh, where have you been and uh, what have you seen? Uh, good day. Uh, I've been around Ekurulene region, which, you know, every time there are floods in Gauteng, it's uh, one of the areas that are severely affected. Uh, yesterday, uh, a number of cars, uh, last night, a number of cars were submerged underwater on the N3 uh, by the Linkfield Road. I must say that there is heavy traffic now at the moment, simply because there are emergency personnel that are continuing with the search rescue. Uh, a couple of cars have been found, but no owners. So the number of fatalities and injuries, you know, is not really known uh, since the number of four. You know, they are searching for more, and but motorists are parked on the side just to view what is happening. I also went to Kempton Park uh, by Flay Street, which is also affected, and uh, there are a number of businesses there where walls have um, have been uh, destroyed by the river. But you know, they are trying to. 
uh, uh, clean up, uh, you know, the, removing the sand and the rubble that's there just to make sure that there's some sort of income they can get from today. I also spoke to a number of uh, residents from uh, nearby Tembisa at the Vusmosi informal settlement where I will be headed right now just to mm. check, you know, uh, the damage exactly. The residents were saying that they didn't sleep at all. Uh, because of the rain, you know, the furniture is destroyed and everything, and they wonder what's going to happen tonight. Uh, as we know, we get, we got reports that it will be raining again. Thanks. Uh, let's leave it with there, Pearl. I get off to that informal settlement. It'll be interesting to hear how they uh, spent the night, especially after the devastating news we heard uh, from Alexandra with Tsepo earlier. Uh, we're going to be continuing this conversation about uh, flooding in the greater Johannesburg uh, area in a minute, uh, but uh, it is our top story in the program, Flash Floods in Gauteng. The residents experienced yesterday have had no impact on the Vaal River Dam levels. 104.3, the home of SAFM in Rustenburg. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Coming up to 20 past 12, gold trading 